Hello and welcome to the Irish Arsenal Gunner podcast. It's Tuesday the 14th of February, which can mean only one thing. It's Valentine's Day or Valentine's Night at this stage. So it's a romantic one too with myself and Craig Smith. How are you, Craig? Johnny, how are you keeping, pal? <laughs> uh, romantic special tonight between us two. <laughs> just like to say that this was not planned deliberately. <laughs> it's like, This is what happens when you're still a teenager with all them other films that are usually my guests. <laughs> I'm pretty disappointed you never cooked me a meal, Johnny, or get me a bit of wine or something. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have plenty of wine tomorrow night if we beat Man City, it. that's for sure. As Lionel Richie sang, Dancing on the Ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, it's um, it's myself and Craig tonight. Um, I, I talked to the other lads, um, I talked to our men, but they're still, um, Young sweethearts uh, looking after their missus, so it'd be myself and Craig tonight. Um, as always, you can catch our show on the Dublin Arsenal YouTube channel, and you can follow us on Instagram and Spotify. We're back on as well as of the last few weeks. You can catch our shows going back from uh, the first of January this year. Uh, so you can catch and uh, all our other previous episodes from last season. But that's where you can catch our shows from January. Um. As, as I said, you can catch us on the Instagram page as well. Uh, where Martin will uh, be adding daily content as always, anything else related. So thanks to Martin for putting this show and editing this show week in, week out. Without him, it'd be fair to say there will be no podcast. Um, also catch our sister show, which is presented by Martin to cover the Women's Super League, uh, Beyond the Last Man. Um, really, I think there might be a show this week. Um, Arsenal played there at the weekend. So catch his show as well. Um, yeah, it was a bad weekend really on in, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it seems when the men have a bad weekend, the women seem to have a yeah. knock-on effect. I don't know what that yeah. is. Um, hopefully they always bounce back strong. So here, here's the DRS the women's team. Um, thanks to our sponsor, clubgolf.co.uk. Use Arsenal 10 for a 10% discount at the checkout. And as always, catch um, all the matches in the... Uh, official supporters are uh, the River Bar in Dublin City Centre. We can catch um, all Premier League, Europa League games um, till now and the till the end of May. Um, and it's definitely worth a visit. Uh, I know myself and Craig. If you're ever around uh, Blanchardstown, uh, the Kinsella Inn is where a good spot for matches as well. It's a great yeah, definitely. Yeah, they, yeah. they, uh, they showed uh, most of the games and. Uh, the Guinness are drinking there now is normally good up there, so we <laughs> uh, definitely watch the Arsenal, so it's always a good crowd up there. Cheers to that. Um, of course, um, please visit um, our sister, um, Arsenal fans as well, uh, justarsenal.com. Our, our views have shot up the last two weeks they've gone on. The previous week was over 3,000 views. Last week's stats was... Um, 1,854 views, uh, six likes, and we're up to 2,840,000 uh, subscribers now, which is, that's up 540 since, I think, last week of the week. We were at 2,300 for a while, and it's just jumped up. So it, um, please visit justarsenal.com, where they put up uh, post-match interviews, um, along with all other... Arsenal related gear as well. They're, they're trying to get up to a thousand 
subscribers themselves. So please give them a like because they've been a big help to us. Our, our average was about, I think, 100, 200 views a week. Now yeah. we're going to 2,000. So yeah. it's just incredible. Perfect, uh, lads. Perfect, yeah. Yeah, thanks to everyone at justarsenal.com. You've really helped us a big time. We hope to help you as well. Um, on this week's show, um, we'll be previewing, or sorry, reviewing um, our one-all draw against Brentford. Um, Leandro Trossard scored for ourselves, which looked like it came a bit after the arrow mark, the winner, but um, a controversial, again, VAR, and we'll all agree, Ivan Tony got the equaliser, which should have been ruled out for offside from Norgard, so we'll be discussing that one. Um, and also previewing tomorrow night's big one, uh, part two of the trilogy against Manchester City. Um, you could nearly call this a six-pointer because uh, at the moment, as it stands, we're on 51 points, City are on 48. And if they did beat us tomorrow night, they'd overtake us due to the goal difference, I think, psychologically as well. That would be a bit of a hammer blow after being ahead for so long. I think we'll both agree. But we get into that after the... Um, Review of uh, Brentford at the weekend. Um, sadly, um, family um, commitments kind of t- has t- t- took that away from me from watching it. Um, football seems to be um, not that important um, at the moment. But um, I'll come to you, Craig. I, I only saw the highlights through the Arsenal app. Um, what did you make of the match on Saturday? Yeah, I watched the whole game. Um... Look, it was, it was always going to be a difficult game. You know, Brentford are a very good side. Um, Thomas Frank's a very good manager as well. So, you know, I was, I was anticipating a tough game. And uh, that's what it was. I thought we started brightly enough. Um, I think we kind of, you know, the last two or three games against Everton and City, we've started slow. So I think this game in particular, we tried to start as quickly as we could, like we did in the uh, first few games of the season. Tried uh, to kind of blow Brentford away. Um, we didn't get that kind of lucky break in the first ten minutes or so, and then I think Brian kind of came into the game. Then um, they were doubling up on on uh, the winger Saka in particular. Um, first ten minutes or so, he kind of had the beating of Rico Henry, but then the midfielder the winger was kind of coming back to give him a dig out. So um, you know, Saka kind of had a quiet game. Then after that. Um, you know, look, Brentford are very similar to Everton and Newcastle in this league, you know. So um, they were always going to kind of come, sit back and try counter us. Um, the first half in particular, they, they hit the two, they basically they kick, kicked a good few long balls up towards Ivan Tony. Um, who had a very good game. Um, and he's a player that I really like. I wouldn't mind him in Arsenal, now, to be honest with you. He's a, just a different option. Um, you know, I've seen a few comments that he, he bullied Saliba, but I don't really agree with that. Um, yeah, you know, the stats going around, like he won a lot of headers and that, but, you know, I don't think Saliba had a terrible game. He wasn't great, but I don't think he was terrible either. Um, Tony beaten to a few headers, but, you know, apart from the, the controversial goal Tony scored, um, he had one, one other chance he probably should have scored. I think he hit the, the corner of the bar. Um you know, we didn't have many chances other than that. Um, first half, you know, we didn't really have many many chances, really. Um, a couple of half chances. Martinelli hit a shot um, over, you know, over the, over the uh, volley over the crossbar. And then uh, Zinchenko had a few kind of long rangers. Um, 
from outside the box that didn't really trouble David Raya. Um, you know, second half then, um, we were better. We were the better team. Uh, we kind of upped the intensity. I think Arteta gave me, you know, a good talking to at halftime. Um, again, look, I feel sorry for him in a way, but I think he did a very quiet game, Martinelli. You know, he's found he did for the last few weeks. Um, I do feel sorry for him in a way because Xhaka is, you know, he's coming into the centre of the park where Antonchenko then is coming to midfield. So Martinelli is kind of left outside to the left side on his own. So he's no real kind of fullback overlapping him. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. you know, when he had Tierney there, sometimes, you know, he plays a bit better. Uh, whereas the other side, Saka has White coming up and down the wing all the time. You know, Zinchenko is not really that overlapping fullback. So I do feel sorry for Martinelli. I think his form will return. Yeah. But, no, we'll get into the City game later on. There's probably, there could be an argument for Trossard to start. Yeah. Martinelli, I don't know if it'll happen, happen or not. Um, Look, we got the goal. Um, I, I, you know, it probably was deserved because we were starting to put a bit of pressure on them at that. The, um, when we got the goals, good bit of work from Saka going past Rico Henry and then crossing it over to Trossard. And look, you know, it, it, it's not an easy finish. No, it's not. Means. Yeah. Do you know, like, the, the ball came, came at him at a, at a good pace and, he, you know, he, he took it away. So, fair play to Trossard. I think he's been very good since he's, since he's come into the club. Um, probably unlucky to not start one or two more games. But uh, he's really just feeling his way into the club. So, uh, I'm sure the starts will come for him. Um, look, the goal that Brentford score, scored was very controversial. Um, whether it was even a free kick at all, I don't think it was. Ivan Tony wrapped his arms around Saliba and Saliba kind of couldn't go anywhere. And the referee gave a free kick. You know, that's the first kind of the dubious decision. Then the free kick is taken and there's nearly, I think there's two offsides in that, in, 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 in that play. But Lee Mason and Barr doesn't see it. You know, it's just VAR. It's it's kind of ruining the game in a sense because even when a goal goes in, you're afraid to celebrate. You know, yeah. that's wrong. You know, yeah. It's, yeah. it's it's more for the TV than anything else. The paying customer isn't getting isn't getting their money's worth because a goal goes in and you're you're afraid to celebrate because you know you're afraid it's going to be ruled out. And yeah. um, I, I, when I was watching the game on TV, I actually said this has to be offside because. You know, Norgard was offside, and I think I think um, the centre half Pinnock, he was actually slightly offside as well. So there's there's two offsides in that play, but apparently Lee Mason didn't check the second offside for Norgard and didn't actually draw the lines. Which look, it's a bit of a joke because Premier League meant to be the best league in the world. The officiating is the absolute worst. You know, they have all the money in the world to buy this player and that player, but they don't have the money to pay for um. Automated offsides where it actually tells you the player's offside or not. Yeah. So um that was very, you know, it's very frustrating that sorry, George neither let the dog out here. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it. Um <laughs> sorry. Yeah, it's very frustrating that um we end up drawing the game from basically VAR's mistake. You know, to be honest, the Brighton probably deserved the draw because Arsenal weren't great. Um great for the whole game, you know. It, I think a draw was a fair result, but to get to to draw that game. From a VAR result, it's very hard to accept because you know when you're going to win the league, whether that's a one 0 win or two 0 win, you're going to play bad. You know, in a few games, we didn't play yeah. great Saturday, and 
you know, if, if, if we go on and win one nil, you know, people say, geez, you know, it's America champions. And yeah, it, it would have been, you know, it would have been because, you know, maybe Brentford go on to score, you know, without that VAR mistake. But after they finally got the goal, they kind of just sat back and they were happy enough to take the point. Um, you know, it's been a tough kind of few games. The last three games, you know, we haven't won in three, which is kind of worrying. Yeah. Um, the City game, FA Cup, you know, yeah, you can probably, you can probably forget about that and just take that, you know, just take that on the chin. Um, but the Everton game in particular, you know, we always just seem to get everything when they have a new manager, which is, it's a bit it's mad. Sad. It's a bit mad at this stage. Um, <laughs> so look, we we one point there of Everton and Brentford. It is poor, but then City got the exact same. You know, um, I felt in this particular game, Johnny. I don't know about you, that the pressure is really starting to kind of get in on the players now. You know, it's it's a little bit concerning because we've still sixteen games to go. You know, what is it going to be like when we've six six games to go? Do you know, that's yeah. the only worrying thing I can say about Saturday. Um, we were always, always going to have a blip, you know. Maybe this is our blip where we don't win for one or two games and then come tomorrow we win. Um, but that's the most alarming kind of thing for me. And I think Arteta needs to make substitutions maybe a little bit quicker and a bit of squad rotation wouldn't be harmful because a lot of the starting eleven has played, you know, the whole season. Yeah, it's what you said. It's alarming from the game that you went to the three-two uh, home in over Man United. Yeah, and from the last three games now, we've only scored once in those mm. three games. Um, and I think really, as you said, the only kind of positive thing you can take out of those last three games is Leandro Trossard. Yeah, he has actually since when he's come off the bench, he adds a bit to the game, doesn't he? There's a bit mm. of magic, you know. He can yeah. create and he's direct, which I mm. noticed, you know. And it's like he's, you know, there, you know, there you say it, he's, he's like he's played in Arsenal short a lot longer than three yeah. or four weeks, doesn't he? Yeah. Like he settled yeah. into the, he's caught into Arteta's. Are you happy enough with the way he started Arsenal? Yeah, like it's look. At, I always thought he was a good player, you know. He's caught three at Anfield, so yeah. uh, this year, you know, <laughs> so he's clearly a good player. Um, he, he's just something. Di- he's a little bit different to Martinelli. They are similar, but I just think Trotter can maybe do something, score a goal out of nowhere. Whereas Martinelli, you kind of know what he's going to do. But you know, he's he'll try to beat the defender, you know, on the line and then cut back in to you know cross yeah. or have a shot whereas Trotter you don't know what you're going to kind of do with the ball it's trickery um, yeah like look a bit more experience as well hasn't he like he's yeah, yeah he's, he's more hammer on the ball yeah yeah. like yeah. Martin Elliott has played a lot this season he had a good yeah. World Cup you know so he may be, maybe he's a little bit tired um, oh, but you know it's not an excuse because uh, you know a lot of other teams have played um, a City lot of games well. yeah. the same you know so yeah. if, if we're going to win the league Johnny we need to I think we need to start making substitutions early, and that you know, like that game in particular, it was one all at you know the 70th minute. I had to wait at six seven minutes to bring Vieira on. Now I know Vieira didn't do unbelievable when he came on, but you know I think if he makes two or three changes, now I know he can disrupt the team, and you know people might say, oh well, you might lose the game then. But you know if you're if you're at home, you should be going for these games. You know, 
if you're on I'll the road, you know, you're away, fair enough, you might just take the points. Yeah, take the points. But when you're at you home, know, you have to win, yeah. Yeah, like City played Villa there on Sunday. They had three defenders and the rest were all attackers. So the team with that performance, Craig, sorry, with the City game, they came out fighting from the, the off. I think yeah. aside from the allegate, you know, we, we, the, was 115 breaches mm. of financial or financial for play, but they, they they were a team that came out on a mission, didn't they? You know, yeah. um, they, they they wanted to win that game, and it's um I, I think after that slip up as well from us on Saturday, I think when you play a day ahead of your nearest title chance, it gives them more uh, impetus and incentive to. Right, we know what they've done the day before. Mm. We know what we've to do now, which is, you know, and we're we're going to be in that position. Aside mm. from tomorrow night, twelve thirty against Villa on Saturday. Uh, yeah, and it's games. The Leicester game is away as well, but Emery will have a point to prove. And Leicester are coming into a bit of form. They won four on the Spurs, so those mm. four games in February, I, which looked like twelve points on paper. They've really turned out to be tricky games now, haven't they? Yeah. Maybe yeah. these games, the players probably talk maybe a bit naively. We, we go into the ga- these games and we'll win them, you know. And maybe mm. that, maybe this isn't, I, you know, maybe this is a a, a wake up call. You're not going to walk this till the May. You well, have, to, for, for, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's a wake up call, I don't know. Like you know, like as I mentioned, Brentford, Everton, and Newcastle. We played them in the last kind of five six weeks. They're very similar teams where they'll, you know, put a bank of five there, pack the midfield. So, you know, the kind of, you know, your macho kind of English teams are going to sit back and say, right, you know, well, you, got- you know, whereas the rest of the league, you know, the likes of Villa, you know, Leicester, etc., they, they want to play football. So I, I don't necessarily think that they're, you know, going to sit back and just let us attack. Them. No, but yeah. Maybe they will, you know, maybe like, a lot of teams are going to have to assert respect in Arsenal more because we are a good team. And yeah. if they do open up, we are going to, you know, we are going to beat them. Going to beat, so, yeah. You know, there's 16 games left to go and a lot of teams are going to use this Brentford everything games kind of as a blueprint, you know, to kind of how to play Arsenal. Because yeah. we, have, we, have, we failed to break them down. Um, you know, this game in particular, we really, really missed Jesus. You know, him kind of dropping deep, linking the play, getting one twos. Disrupting the back four. Yeah, the, you know, yeah, yeah, he's unpredictable, you know. Whereas Eddie, you sort of know what you're going to get. You know? His head kind of goes down. I noticed the last two games when he's being frustrated, he kind of give up, can't he? You know, like when yeah. that, and he, it's be, to be fair, he's not getting the balls into him, like he's, he's being swamped by mm. two players all the time. He was at sack, has been Mark Man Mark by two. Martinelli nearly the same teams have kind of maybe worked his old bit which we might have to you know, hopefully you know you hit the name of the head Johnny you know I think I think teams have maybe worked us out a little bit um, and that, that's up to Arteta and the players now to yeah. you know try and create different ways of scoring because <clears throat> you know I know we, we were 1-0 up on Saturday and he's conceded but generally when we go 1 or 2 nil up you know we, we are kind of we, we normally are comfortable yeah. we are solid enough you know Um Again, you know, I, I just, I just think it maybe if I touch it, maybe Saturday's not the game to change it. But you know, even like Sevilla or Leicester the week after, you know, play three in midfield, play Perry at the base of midfield, and maybe play, you know, Vieira or an Odegaard beside him, 
and drop Shaka. You know, like Shaka has been unbelievable this season. Yeah, you know, yeah. You don't, you don't have to play Shaka in every game. Um, do you know? So I, I just think that maybe changing up a little bit, one or two players that will come in. You know, Ben White has been unbelievable again this season. I kind of think Ben White, Shaka, um, the last point of two or three games have struggled. Um, so I think maybe changing them could be good. You know, did you expect to win Saturday, Johnny? Like, what do you think of it? The last two games, I've said that the Everton game was going to be either a draw or a scrappy 1 0. And I knew Brentford, we won 3 0 away in September against them, but I knew the way they've been playing, like they've been unbeaten since the Premier League restart, since the World Cup. Uh, they're eight in the Premier League with. 34 points and our merits um, and they've only lost four as well you know yeah. uh, and I think like for their second season they're playing as well as they did in their fourth season and this second yeah. season doesn't seem to have affected them like other teams no. but I think Brentford deserve respect now I think they're going to be a mainstay in the Premier League you know yeah. like Thomas Frank he brings a lot He's they've captured good young Danish players that no one ever heard of and they've Fitted quite well in the mm-hmm. Premier League, and uh, to be honest, I expected probably a draw. <clears throat> if I was being honest, I, I predicted that last week as well. It was either going to be a two-one. We were saying like last year when we bet them at home, but that was that was a tough game as well. And it was either going to be two-one, I said, or a draw. And it didn't really surprise because when they've got Embuemo and Tony, mm. like they they cause any. The, yeah. Like they've done, I think Tony's scored fourteen or fifteen goals. So that's not by yeah. you know, and he's 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 a frustrating striker. He'll upset defenders like Gabriel and Saliba. You know, he's got mm. that thing about him. You know, yeah, he's, and, not gonna, he's not going to be pushed over. You know, he, no. he, I think he was kind of royal up for this game because obviously you know the whole. He's like a Jesus. He's an end product, and he can annoy. Yeah, and it's yeah, yeah. that's who we miss, you That's know. What I'm saying, like, I think uh, any team that we can have him, you know, um, I, I wouldn't mind him at all. I think he'd be a good option to have. Yeah, uh, I'd love him. Yeah, you know, there's an argument. Maybe I know Enketi has been great this year, and Eamon loves him, you know. But uh, Enketi and Jesus, they are similar in ways. So I yeah. think you know to have a different kind of striker who can kind of you know do it all: headers, score yeah. goals, you know, goal defenders. Yeah, 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 that's, so. yeah, he's yeah. I told you an argument for the summer to get another striker in, but uh, like you said, you mentioned a couple of times you have Balogun coming back, maybe. Yeah, top scoring for League One, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. very well. So I was just looking at their stats, Reams actually last night in the paper here. Um, they scored thirty, and he scored half them. Just you know, like yeah. it's incredible, isn't it? Like, and like if he can transform that form into the Premier League which I'm sure he can if he gets mm. a run of games like there's a there's a signing in itself you know yeah, yeah. amazing well, what a lone move can do isn't it yeah it looks like we're going to have Champions League next year anyways unless yeah. we dramatically fall off but, uh, <laughs> I, I'm not saying that's, that's, that's the thing with Arsenal Johnny you just never know yeah you know can. like even, with, even, with, even though we're what three points clear now at the moment I just hope you know we'll get into tomorrow's game like, in, a, in a few minutes but Regardless of what happens tomorrow, I just hope we don't kind of drop the heads now and, you know, City go on and win it by 10, 15 points. Yeah. Because we, we've been here many times before and I know it's different teams and maybe it was the Wenger years and all that sort of crack. But I just hope 
look, I love it. <laughs> if we win the league, I'd absolutely love it. You know, we'll be over the moon. But I hope we push City to the end. It will be tough to win the league or even push City to the end. But, you know, where we are, it'll be crazy to kind of see us finish 10, 15 points behind them, you know. I think even Arteta says we're ahead of the project. Mm. But, um, is you, you know, and, and normally, at, uh, unfortunately, the World Cup break had to come in December because normally at this stage, you're nearly about, what, 24, 25 games in. Yeah, so we're still, we're still looking at 17 still to play, which is, unfortunate. you know, it, it, it is a big chunk of the season. But the only thing in that is we're out of two cups and it's one less headache to worry about, you know, and the Europa yeah. League's still another month away. So we've mm-hmm. got between now and next, this probably this time next month, actually, I think, I think we played either the 7th or the 14th of March, I think it's the first mm-hmm. day. So we still have yeah. like the guts of what, <coughs> four games, 30, 35, including tomorrow night's up to the Fulham game to guess, you know, to still stay ahead of the city. But yeah. uh, the... I'll get your, sorry, uh, Craig, I'll get your man of the match from uh, Saturday. Who stood out for you in for, for the years? Um, man of the match. Yeah, it's coming to head scratch that one. Um, I'm trying to think now who maybe had a decent game. Possibly, I'd say Party. Party did very well. Yeah, he did, you know, he, did. He, he played Sorry, very well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's kind of one that stood out, and he, look, he's, he's a t- kind of thing that makes our team tick, so, you know, he, he's definitely stood out for me, yeah. Yeah, he did actually. Yeah, he, he drags the midfield by the scruff of, of the neck. All right. Uh, I probably, to be honest, the, the impact Trossard had aside from his goal, I'd probably give it to yeah. him. Yeah. You know, because he, 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 I think maybe he should be starting maybe tomorrow yeah. night. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think since the Man City game, maybe stand up to, saying this is a quality sign because it looks like he always was playing for us. You know. Yeah. And, Brighton's loss is definitely our gain, I think, you know, so I'd give it to Trossard myself. That draw yeah. on Saturday leaves his top going into tomorrow's night's match against City. Uh, 21 played, uh, 16 wins, 3 draws, 2 losses, uh, 46 scored, 18 conceded, 51 points. Uh, City, uh, 22 played, which is most important because that game in hand could mean everything. Um, 15 wins, 3 draws, 4 defeats, uh, they scored 56, conceded 22 and 48. Um, uh, this is a big one now, tomorrow night now. Uh, originally scheduled for October, um, but um, it's on Amazon Prime. I think Premier Sports has it here. Uh, 7.30 kickoff. Um, they call the relegation games like this a six-pointer. This is a championship six-pointer, I think, by, by yeah. far. Um it's hard to know what city will turn up because they haven't been they've been good this season but they can they've been ropey as well you know they've mm. not one of their most fluent seasons you could say um but this game would have been ideal for Jesus I think and he's going to be a last for this one I think in my opinion um how do you see it going Craig a massive one this isn't it yeah it's it's massive um you know if you asked me this two weeks ago before the Brentman Everton game I would have said we're going to win. <laughs> it's going to be a hard game um, you know City are going to come to the Emirates and shut us up you know and say like you know we're still the boss um, yeah. and obviously Arteta has that kind of you know the history with City there um, look it's it's, it's 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 so hard to call with you um, 
Team wise, I think he's going to go with the same team as he uh, that played against Brentford. I think he will. I just think it's tried and trusted. Um, although I would argue that I'd like to try to start off with Martinelli. Um, I just think in a game this big, he probably goes with Martinelli. He knows Martinelli. You know, he trusts Martinelli. Martinelli knows the game plan probably more so than Trossard. So I think if it was to go be going wrong, he might you know change that during the game. Um, so I think we're gonna have the same starting lineup as against Brent, against Brentford City. You know they'll probably go four three three. Um, although they did play three at the back on Sunday, but I think that was maybe mind games. You know I think Haaland's gonna be fit. Uh, I think him coming off a of half time was just mind games. You know I think uh, they were training up at that point, so I don't yes. think he's injured at all. Um, you know it, it's such a tough game. You know both teams are gonna want possessions. Um, so that's interesting to see, you know, will City sit back and let us have the ball and maybe, you know, take a, you know, they might look at the Newcastle game and say, you know what, we're going to sit back and let Arsenal attack us and then they might try count, try counter us. You know, then do Arsenal sit off and let City have the ball and then counter because, you know, I think we're decent enough at countering, you know, I, I know this year we kind of haven't really sat back and let a team play whereas, you know, where we were count, counter-attacking this year, but, I think we're well capable of doing that with Martinelli, Saka, you know, and Odegaard in the team. But um, I, I honestly can't call it, Johnny. You know, if you were to kind of push me for a scoreline or something like that, I, I, I think it's going to be a draw. I think maybe a two all or something like that because I don't sit here and say Arsenal are going to win. I just, I just think City are going to come to prove a point. You know, we might have a few tired legs after the game against Brentford on Saturday. You know, City had a kind of Strolling in the park on Sunday against uh, Villa, you know, they were training up at half time, so I don't think they're going to be, you know, too overly tired. Um, the rest of one or two players, you know, Nate, Nate and Aki will probably come back in left back against uh, Saka. And he, 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 fairness to Aki, he's doing well against Saka in uh, the FA Cup, so um, be interesting to see how that goes. Um, like it, it wouldn't surprise me if Arsenal did win either because, you know, we have a point to prove. You know, we should be fired up for this. If you can't get fired up for a game like this, you may as well forget about it, you know. Um, Regardless of the result, I just hope you know it doesn't end up being like three or four nil city. You know, I just hope that we're in it. You know, yeah. When, yeah. You know, there's a goal in it or something, or it's a draw. But you know, there's been a lot of times over the past few years where I thought, you know, you know, we're we're going to turn this big team over today, and we end up getting popped two or three nils. You know, which is look, we're, we're a different team to that. Um, it's really important mindset. Uh, was for the rest of the season what happens in this result because I think if we draw you know Man United fans will be celebrating you know they'll be celebrating a draw because they're not open either yeah you know Man fans still think they're in this whether I think they're not or not I'm not so sure you know I don't think they're as good as Man City or Arsenal but they've you know the last kind of five or six games they've had have been very friendly you know the, the fixtures have been very kind of friendly to them um, I think they play Liverpool next week or the week after as well. So we'll see how they get on then. Um, I, I don't think I don't, I don't I don't think Man United are in it, but look, you never know in this league. There's a lot of games to go. Um, I think I think if we draw this game, you know, it's kind of as you were. Um, but I think I, th- I think if we were to win the game, you know, it give us so much momentum for the rest of the season. You know, it give us air players and the fans believe that you know we're we're the best team in the league. You know, and we can do this. So. It's very, very important, obviously, because if City beat us, they got top of the league. But I think for air belief, 
and uh, momentum wise to kind of change the screw because last three or four games haven't been great. If we win tomorrow, you know, I'd be very confident going to going to Villa Park on Saturday unless the week after and winning them games, you know. Um but if we you know if we, if we lost the games, you know, it's kinda it makes that game against Saturday Villa Park uh, even more tough. How do you see it going yourself? Uh, uh, the the FA Cup game was pretty tight and it gave me a bit of optimism that we didn't roll over at the Etihad. Um and we were well in it up until that goal. You know, um, mm. and that was, you know, that was even down down a few of the key players, and we played well that night. Um, but I think the Premier League is a different, um, it's a different animal, isn't it? Yeah. Like City live for the Premier League, really, don't they? You know, mm. it's what Guardiola says. They're chasing the Champions League, which they probably are. They're, they're dying to get their hands on that, but. Mm-hmm. I think with our home form not be, being beaten all season, we'll stand to us tomorrow night. Um, I think it's going to be a cracking atmosphere at the Emirates. The the, the new stadium art on the outside looks mm. from what Martin put up. I'm dying to go over to see it, you know. Look amazing, uh, yeah. Especially the hybrid print. It looks yeah. like you're actually walking up into mm. high, doesn't it? Mm. It's really well done. Mm. Um, but uh, probably <clears throat> it's it's a tough one to call, as you said. It's very hard to get a prediction on this. It could even could he, it could be a scrappy 2 one nil or 2-1 to us or it could be a mall mm-hmm. and the first yeah. goal will be decisive I think yeah. mm-hmm. I think if we get the first goal the crowd will be behind us and it will quieten them down but yeah. I think the one player everyone's looking at Haaland for City I think the one player that goes about his business quite quietly and he's performed the last few weeks is Riyad Mahrez yeah I think him and Rodri are the two players yeah. he, he seems to go under the radar Mahrez and he's probably as good, if not maybe even a bit better than Haaland, because he a little, a little bit worrying Johnny him playing against Zinchenko. Now I know Zinchenko, but he yeah. knows, you know, yeah. might, might know what he's going to do. But he's he's not going to go past you. He's just very, he, he, you know, he pretend to shoot and he'll you know yeah. put a pass and he he is a worry. Yeah, he's a very good player. I I thought when he was with Leicester now. He stood out for me that year they won us, and maybe even the season before that when they were. I went to see them. We bat him two one. And it looked like they were going down under Pearson. It was mm. around February four or five years ago. And then they went on this run out of nowhere and set up. But that night, I think he might have been scored. And I said, there's a player here in him. Yeah. You know, he was tre- and he stood out when, he, when you're playing with the team. Is You know, maybe Verdi was an exception that night as mm. well. But he's really come on the last two or three years under Guardiola. And yeah. I think tomorrow night, he is one to watch. But uh, mm-hmm. to be honest, all eleven city players, but mainly him and Haaland and Rodri. Rodri, yeah. he can score like party out of nowhere crackers, yeah. you know. Um, I'm looking forward to the game, you know. But it's just, I think if you get yeah. at the back, uh, Craig City, they've been leaky, haven't they? There is a mistake or two in them. Yeah, yeah, they definitely can be got at. Um, yeah. especially you know. Where do you it, see? Actually, do you mind me asking? Where do you see their weaknesses tomorrow night? You know, where Ursa can exploit. Yeah, City's weaknesses maybe. Um, I definitely, I, I think Kyle Walker and Nathan Aki. You know, like yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, they're good players, but you know, I think Saka can def- definitely beat Nathan Aki. You know, he, he's centre half by trade. You know, he's a soft gap left back. You know, um, he, he's done alright this year this season, but um. 
I, th- I think Saka definitely can get the beating of him. You know, we need Saka to have a big game. Uh, Kyle Walker as well. He's probably going to go up against Martinelli. Kyle Walker's a good player, but, you know, he's 32 now, I think. Nearly 33. So, he's pushing on. Um, I, I think Kyle Walker will start over the young lad, Rico Lewis. Um, yeah, I think so. He yeah. was a good player, but, um, you know, I think it's going to be... Air wingers are so important in their game. So, I think that's where we win the game. So, I think if we're going to, if we're Arsenal are going to win the, win the game, they need to exploit the fullbacks of City. Um, especially with Walker and Nathan Aki, you know, one of them will come into midfield like Sinchenko does. So, you know, if we overturn the ball, it's about getting the ball quickly out to Saka and Martinelli. Um, you know, we probably haven't touched on them. Yeah, we need Martin Odegaard to have a big game tomorrow. Yeah, it's yeah, because the last few games he's been very quiet, yeah. hasn't he? He's been quiet yeah. enough the last few games. I think I think if it's pressured him high up, which I've noticed everything done is and Brentford, he can kind of go really quiet in the game, mm. can't he? He kind of knocks him well, off. They, they they nullified the space there. I think there will be space tomorrow against City because I don't think City are gonna be as defensive as Newcastle, Everton, you know, uh Brentford. So yeah, yeah expansive. Um, yeah. Look, it should be a great game. You know, it, it wouldn't surprise me if it was a three all, four all. You know, I think there will be goals <laughs> in the game. Um, I hope it's not a three or four, four all. I hope Arsenal <laughs> don't smash them. Um, you know, like it, it, again, it wouldn't surprise me if we come back tomorrow. I mean, you know, one two or three nil. But then it wouldn't surprise me if City one two or three nil, or if it does end up a draw. It, it just, I actually, I, I cannot call it. You know, if if it was a betting man, I'd go two all. But me, me heart is saying. We're gonna beat them two one. Yeah, it's <laughs> I, I yeah, I, I do think this on this occasion we will beat them at home, you know. I, I think our Ted will have a plan, you know, and he's I think Saturday's draw against Brentford might even be if we'd won against Brentford, I think there'd be even more of a fire, you know, because yeah. the last two games I think he'll say, Look, we can't afford to do this anymore or you know, you know yourself. You give City a bit of a head start; they just run away with it. Then I don't know what City's fixtures are for the next kind of two or three games. Uh, it's Forest and Bournemouth after, and they're both away. Yeah, uh, Forest. You know, Forest won't be easy. Um, no, because they've signed good players as well. Actually, yeah, yeah. and Bournemouth, Bournemouth you know, Realistically, they should be beating Bournemouth City. So yeah, it's and then it's Newcastle Palace and West Ham before the international break. Then. Newcastle Palace West Ham, they're not easy. Palace Newcastle's at home, which they drew three all at St. James's, which which surprised yeah. me earlier on. But the way Newcastle West Ham are they home or away? Uh it's at home. So probably, yeah, you probably expect uh, I'd probably I wouldn't go wouldn't be surprised with a draw at home at Newcastle. Yeah. Because yeah. Newcastle have only lost once this season, which is better than anyone now. I think I think Newcastle are kind of starting to fall away a little bit now. Yeah, the, the, um, the squad size is starting to show, yeah. isn't it? They're going through a blip like ourselves, you know, so they, they could come back. Um, <coughs> you know, like, I'm not going to lie to you, Johnny. I'm a little bit concerned about Man United. Yeah, I'm just looking. Uh, I'm concerned about Rashford's form. He's really come on a hot streak. Um, it's Leicester at home on Saturday or Sunday. Uh, Brantford at home, which we found out that could possibly be a draw, and then it's Liverpool away, which I probably got fancy Liverpool and that being honest. And, and then it's aren't, aren't easy for them. 
It's not, it's hard to call now because they've Southampton then, which they're falling away. I think Jesse Marsh, I think he's going to get appointed there, mm. which is bad. And Brighton away, which you could, I think Brighton could turn them there as well. Mm. Um, I I think it's going to be it's going to go from now to the end of the season. There's going to be a lot of. Uh, twists and turns, you yeah. know. I don't think there's going to be any formality of winning. We're going to win that, because <laughs> I thought we were going to win against Everton at Brentford there. Yeah. And you know, what looked easy, it looked an easy month is starting to turn out. There's no easy game in the Premier League, you know. No, and that's the beauty and excitement of it. Yeah, anyone can beat anyone. It's just a pity the VAR, the VAR and the officials that aren't that's, good enough. I think it still should go back to the ref and the linesman. Yeah, that's what made yeah. that's what made it exciting. You yeah. know, like this being technically correct and you know like it's the sport isn't sport is for errors and you know that's what makes the game you know and yeah. like, I think from next season on the fans will actually be able to see it on the I don't think they're ever, I don't think they're ever going to get rid of uh, VAR because they put too much money into it you know it's just if they got the um, the automated offsides that would be a lot better because it just actually the offsides it. yeah yeah yeah. Don't worry about the silly things. He's yeah, he's stared and he was here. And um, and to be honest, for the referees in what's it, Stockley Park, I think it's there's a lot to take in in a short space of time, yeah, you know, because they're looking at this angle and then that angle, and you know, and it has to be done within a certain time because the play, you know, and I don't well, know I think, what, what the most the most frustrating thing from Saturday game against Brentford was is that. Like there was only five minutes out of on. I'd say there easily could have been double that. Because in the World Cup was eleven. There were stops for VAR, there were stops for injuries. Towards the end of the game, Tony was, you know, play acting. To come Um, out and say he made a mistake was even more so, Craig, isn't it? It's even you know, like just do your job on that. It's embarrassing. Yeah. It's embarrassing for the Premier League ref that was actually checking Mm. this you know. But uh, that's only go on. You know, hopefully we, we, it doesn't go against us in tomorrow night or any other match because it, it can it can prove decisive, you know, and to not to your gain, which is sadly happened on Saturday. Yeah. But uh, you're going for two one, then are you tomorrow night, uh, Craig? <laughs> yeah, I, I'll go. I go two one. <laughs> I have to go for Arsenal. If it is two one, there's a point in the consider for you. Oh, <laughs> we plenty of points. We win tomorrow, Johnny. <laughs> yes, you're right. You know, works on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's a massive game. Seven thirty kickoff, which is a bit odd time, but I think that's what it was originally scheduled for yeah. when it was uh, due for October. Uh, October was yeah. Um, at that time, it should have been played in October as when we were on a roll of form. We beaten mm. Spurs, Liverpool, Leeds, and then it would have came to that one. So, yeah, yeah, you never know what way it would have turned out. Though. But um, look, either it's a big game. I think all the players will know it on both sides. It should be a cracking game, yeah, and exactly. a lot closer in terms of we haven't been, we haven't had a fixture against them like this where we are in the table. It's always when we're being well away from them. So yeah. that even adds to it as well. Um, yeah, that's Premier Sports one uh, in the Republic of Ireland. Um, we played a midweek in eight in the April. Uh, return fixture which is at the Etihad so that's unfortunate again it's in midweek it's hard for us living over here to get a bit of time out but you never know mm-hmm. <laughs> that's about six games to go then so <laughs> you never know um, anything Arsenal related um, Craig or anything football related you've um, 
No, no, just look forward to the game tomorrow. So hopefully we can we can put another, another run together because you know we've lost away a little bit the last two or three games, and you know if we, if we were to lose tomorrow, we'd be very doom and gloom, gloomy around the club again. You know, um, we deserve a break because we've suffered enough over the last few years. So yeah, we do. Yeah. I, I think this season we do deserve. It. I think opposition fans have said it. I, I've been feeling United and Liverpool yeah. mates. They said. If you don't win it this year, it'd be like the year of the Leicester. Yeah. Get another sniff, you know. But I think with the project being built, being honest, Craig, I think we're a bit ahead of it at the moment. But there's a there's an eleven there they can challenge now, season on season, all going well with injuries and all that aside. You know, I think there is a team being built for a potential Champions League run and a title. Yeah. So um, it's exciting times ahead, honey. Uh, and with the stadium art as well, I'm looking forward to go visiting the Emirates as well. It looks absolutely class. Um, so that's uh, Man City tomorrow night, and we'll be doing a, another show. Uh, myself, Martin, Eamon and John will be back Thursday uh, to review, hopefully, a good result tomorrow night and to preview our fixture on Saturday against Aston Villa, which is a 12.30 kickoff on um PT Sport. Um, we we'll try to get this show up with the show on uh, Thursday, um, if not earlier. Uh, we might probably flag our way to Martin to get it up tonight or tomorrow. Yeah, hopefully it's a short one. Yeah, and short enough, yeah. Minute mark. So yeah, it's not much editing to do either. You know, so uh, Martin, if you're listening, get off the bottle of vino <laughs> and uh, or the Merlot. Sorry, I know I was in the UK tonight. So if you're listening, get off it and get this edited quickly for me and Craig. And, <laughs> um, and if, if, Ozzy, if Ozzy and Martin are listening, <laughs> I hope you had a great Valentine's Day, lads. We missed you on the show. <laughs> and to Eamon, so frustrating. <laughs> so you're not on it tonight. That's for you, Eamon. Uh, <laughs> happy Valentine's to everyone. Um, uh, I'd just like to dedicate um, tonight's show uh, to my uncle, um, Sean Giles, who sadly... Um, passed away uh, due to cancer yeah. uh, yesterday morning um, uh, at the young age of 64 um, he passed away in the Matter Hospital here in Dublin uh, so I'd like to thank all the nurses and doctors that helped him over the last uh, year and a half there he fought a good fight and uh, he'll be fondly remembered that's for sure um, I'd like um, I've dedicated this show and uh 12 february uh donations uh if, if if people can listen or viewing this uh to cancer.ie the irish cancer society and to pa.ie who also look after that um two very worthwhile causes i think everyone knows someone in their life that has passed away due to this horrible disease mm-hmm. um and it's quite you know i thought i dedicate this show and to the rest of the month to Sean, uh, who was a fair great play Fair play, it's not easy to say that, and I'm, I'm sure on behalf of all the lads from the podcast, we uh, send a condolences to you uh, and the family, and especially to your brother Mark, who I also know. Yeah, I think um, to, uh, pass my condolences on to um, his wife Margaret, his uh, son Ryan, and to our extended Giles family as well, and to the Lynch's as well, um, on Margaret's side. Um, it's sad, um, and um, 
any donations to uh, cancer.ie to be aided, I think would be uh, well appreciated. Because um, they do amazing work uh, for families going through uh, such really a, a horrific time. You know, uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't wish it on anyone's family, you know. And what I witnessed over the last few weeks and days is nothing short of uh, sport and everything else really to insignificance but I thought I'd dedicate the tonight show and Thursday show which will be going out this week as well to um Sean Giles. Um well said thanks Craig um just shocking really um I'd just like to thank Craig thanks for coming on tonight Craig um always here um, it was a nice romantic show, <laughs> if anything. <laughs> uh, lads, to the, to the other lads that are the weekly guests, you've a lot to live up to after tonight. <laughs> Nothing like a one on one. You can catch our show Spotify um, and the Dublin Arsenal YouTube channel as well. Um, so until Thursday night show, a special one this week covering the City game and the Villa game, um, it's goodbye for me and Craig. And uh, thanks for viewing and listening. Thanks, Thanks for the Come on, you gunners. See you then.